0: The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry with Joe McGill. Good morning, good morning. How are you this morning? I'm Joe McGill and you're listening to the Saturday Supplement and I hope I find you well wherever you are listening to us around the world on Radio Kerry.ie or on the Radio Kerry app or on 96 to 98 FM and lots of people are going to be tuning in around the world this weekend listening to Tim and Ambrose for the All-Ireland final which takes place and uh, between Kerry and Dublin and not forgetting the semi-final that the Kerry ladies Will be taking part in uh, this evening. And uh, we wish them our best wishes, first of all, and also um, best wishes to Shifra as well on her injury. What a great captain is she is. She is what a great leader. No doubt she'll be playing her role um, today. And we wish her all the best because she is one uh, strong woman and a great sports person, and a great role model. So we wish her all the best as well. That's the Kerry captain, Shifra O'Shea. Now, we have a very special program for you this morning because it's an All-Ireland special brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Reilly Hogan's Funeral Home truly. and we'll have very special guests as the programme goes on bringing us their memories of the All-Ireland now this is not going to be a programme where we're going to be debating who will win or who will lose or tactics or any of that even though we will be asking people I suppose who will win or lose this is more about your memories because the All-Ireland final weekend it's a celebration it's a festival. Festival, and it's very much about who we are as a county. So, well, I want to hear your, your memories and your customs and your rituals and what you'll get up to this weekend. Will you be listening to it at home? Will you have the wireless up to your ear? Will you be going to Crow Park? Where do you go? Where do you stay? Where do you go after? Do you come up? Do you go up and down in the one day? What's the crack like in the bus or the train or the car going up? I want to hear it all. Get in touch with me 066 712 six so you can text them. WhatsApp, oh eight three three 300 3300. I have some great memories of going um, to the All Ireland finals down through the years, and it's the crack you'd have after, and maybe wandering into a random pub. I met the Kellys of Kilreelig one time in the McCarthy's, and we were, we were having a sing song straight away. I don't even think we, we spoke words to each other at all, just straight into a sing song. And the same in Slattery's pub in Rap Mines, another time I met another few Kerry crowd there, and it was the same thing a sing song, and it was mighty crack. The Kerry Crow take over um, the city and it's wonderful uh, to see and hear. So I hope I find you well and like I said I want to hear your memories and rituals. So where do we start? Well we have to start I suppose with Kerry's number one supporter as voted by the Kerryman in 2015, Kathleen O'Sullivan. I visited her at her house and it's a kind of a gallery as well, not kind of a gallery, it is an impressive gallery. Um, the upper deck as she calls it and there was Kathleen when I arrived and she was sitting in in amongst all these wonderful photos of Kerry down through the years and she had her Kerry training top on and she had a few Kerry medals as well I don't know what the All Ireland medals I will have to find out that and uh, I spoke to her so have a listen to this Kathleen it wasn't too long ago that I was here and it's great that we can have these conversations so plentifully because Kerry are once again in an All-Ireland final we're sitting here it's Thursday evening you couldn't come on live Saturday because where will you be Saturday morning?
1: I'll be on the train going to Dublin and it's two years since you were here Joe and I don't know where they've gone to but uh, uh, since you have been here uh, Kerry have won the Sam Maguire and they're going for two in a row now and wouldn't it be fantastic if they got it?
0: Yeah and I suppose there's nothing like a Dublin-Kerry rivalry is there?
1: There isn't really, it's <laughs> nerve-wracking as well. <laughs> um, I suppose, um, back in the 70s, that was great, you know, uh, I remember going to Crop Park in 75 and we weren't given a chance. This was the great Hefos Army team and uh, I remember I was working in, in Leeson Street and uh, they told me it's the dobs for the all Ireland everywhere I went. And this Kerry team arrived up and um, the Miners were playing before that and they won. Jack O'Shea was in that minor team and they won, uh, they won very well, they beat Tyrone in the final. And then uh, the Kerry team came out and I was sitting up in a barrier in the Canal and You didn't have to have a ticket at all they for that, a fiver or something is all of us to go in. And uh, I was there anyway and uh, there was two men alongside me from Dublin who had brought sandwiches. And the minute Johnny, after about three minutes or four minutes, Johnny Egan got a great goal. And uh, the Dublin lads threw their sandwiches away. <laughs> Down in the hill, they went. I was enjoying this. And I said, and they said to me, did you eat this? I didn't eat nothing because I was all tensed up. And this was all new to me. This was to see Kelly winning and uh, All-Ireland. It was fantastic. And then they, they beat him out of sight. Like they, they, they were so fast, they were like greyhounds. And it was to see. Um, I remember Mikey Sheehy getting. Um, he kicked it up and running, and it was like you know it reminded you of the late party and over the bar uh, and Pat Spillane and the whole lot. And the, then Mickey Ned was co- cutting through the centre and Shandahati knocked him out, and which are he was he ended up in the in the matter, and um, he wasn't there to take the cup. He was the captain, but he said uh, Pat Spillane took the cup. But I remember Mickey Ned saying. Uh, that day he said it was way better to, not to know and to wake up they didn't know we had won it than the following year from when they were beaten by Dublin As, imagine that Kerry won that game by seven pints and Dublin beat him the following year by seven pints Wow um, How many All-Irelands does this make it now? Oh God I don't know um, I think it's 52 in each that you've gone to yeah but uh, that's the counting the replays and uh, I rather, I don't know I had we three or four replays in hurdling, and I, that was a good I suppose there was seven, uh, seven, seven replays in football so I don't know what that would make it but uh, two and seven is nine yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's not that. It's it's the enjoyment and having the health to go and and I love the game. I really love it now. The hurting last Sunday, like the second half. Um there was a Limerick man just not far away from me and he said when I ca- talked to him at halftime, he said, We'll do we'll do well now in the second half, he said, and you'll have to do the same. Yeah. You know. They were bad they were they were supporting us. And um the only thing that's missing now, uh jo, and it's very sad to see it, that we'll have no minor final on Sunday. No minder no minor filing crop Park. Then the word about the spectators. Tis all for Crop Park want to do. And uh, I was disgusted with him. That 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 we're out there and we're sitting down there in the rain and and nothing to look at, no minor game to look at and listening to music that would give an headache. And that is the truth of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I was talking to Dermot Walsh there earlier and he was saying how he got to witness David Clifford, you know that famous, um, you know, game that he played in all our final as a minor, and that's where you get to see the stars of the future. And for them, it's an amazing experience to to go to talk out in Crow Park. No, they make an argument that maybe when they're seventeen, that maybe they're too young for it. But I'd say you'd argue differently.
1: I would, yeah. Like, I mean, I it's it's the young lads' D. Uh, they're fully entitled to reach a minor final to play in Crow Park I don't care what anyone says uh, and uh, the spectators need better as well you're paying your 90 euro and if you're biting into the 100 <laughs> with the county board and yeah, it's 100 euro for a ticket and then another 8 euro for a programme so that's 108 euro before you start your day and you have only one game like you know it's not good enough and uh, very disappointing stuff but anyway that's better than that uh, yeah
0: and let's talk about the, the kind of the happy times and the happy memories but before I do that give people an insight now into your typical um, all Ireland kind of ritual or custom as you go because everyone kind of has their own way they do it their own journey they make and they might stay in a particular place Or how do you do it?
1: What I do is the whole week I love this week. It's it's better than Christmas week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love getting ready for the, the for, for the final. And uh, the atmosphere, I suppose, Christy Rayden creates his own atmosphere. And he has us all doing different things. And it's lovely, you know, for people living alone to have someone like that to, uh, to take an interest in you and help you to get things in. We were down the football field today taking a photograph. It was uh, a, a, a photograph of a father, La- from Father Larry was playing football. And it was lovely. I was presented with it for my gallery, and I, I, I'm honoured about that, you know, and we're down taking the photograph and there was Eric Murphy, there was um, Petra Fitz, there was Christy O'Connell and myself and Christy taking the photo, and it was so relaxing and it was lovely, and when Christy Reardon asked us all who was going to win on, 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 on Sunday, well, I said a draw, Eric Murphy said a draw, Patua Fitz said a draw. Uh, of course, Christy Connell went uh, for the crack to say, it. Dublin will win. <laughs> and I think Christy Reardon said something like it as well. And uh, he was only cutting anyway. So so we had, and I think um, Mark Quigley joined us. And he, oh, he, Dublin, nobody else was going. So I said to myself, if Kerry can do what they did in 75, I tell you, they'll beat the Dubs. Because I saw them there playing against Tyrone. And if they play the way they did against Tyrone, they'll beat the dubs uh, you know nobody is unbeatable mm. and then and then I suppose um, the excitement then you know, of the whole week you know I don't even think of the game I don't think think of the game at all until until uh, I go into Crow Park now the first from but how do
0: you get to Crow Park first off
1: Oh the first half, I go by train. <laughs> I've gone by train for years, uh, Joe. Yeah. I go by train. And what's
0: the atmosphere like that? And like like that in the train? The, the train all the was.
1: years was great, but now they're looking at their phones, there's there's no conversation. But there might be a few old timers and they will talk about the match. Yeah. And the cracking get good as you're going up. But before they'd have a few drinks and things, but that's that, that that's not allowed in the train now. Yeah. And, and would there
0: be a sing song going up? No, no. Before would there be colour?
1: Oh yes, going up before it was a great crack. For God's sake, you'd look forward to it, and you'd have the team going up on the same train as you—the two o'clock train, like out of Killarney. You'd have you'd have the team going up, and I often travelled with them, and uh, being left down to the carriage. And they were lovely. They were like—I mean—that whole team. They were lovely, lovely bunch of lads. But the the team that's there today are a lovely bunch of lads because I met them all. And they're lovely, but they, I'm going to Dublin, and then I go to mass every morning to pray for them. And where do you go to mass? Up here in Carrowbeen Church. Okay. And uh, the week the at the final, I pray for nobody else, only the Kerry football team. And
0: <laughs> no one else gets a look in.
1: No. I said I have the year for praying for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to waste the prayers.
1: And then I made out this poem. I made out this poem, and I said I will have to do it for you. And. Uh, God bless the ball, O oh Lord we pray, uh, keep it out of Dean Rock's way, make uh, David Clifford superstar, Oh God, guide it over and under the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and hopefully it goes under the bar a few times for David Clifford uh, this uh, weekend. So, but you, you go the day before, don't you? Or do you I go, go the day Saturday.
1: of it? I go on Saturday yeah. and um, I'm going to Nevin. I'm going to Nevin, uh, my old boss um, that w- worked with me in Super Quinn 42 years ago, we're still the best of mates and uh, I'm going up to him and his wife and then um, I believe um, we're in up for the match on Saturday night and uh, that was a big surprise to me. Whoa, uh,
0: have you been on that before? Or have you gone to it?
1: Yeah, I was on it. Uh with, um, I think Johnny Rogan gave me the ticket then I won Kerry Support the Year with the Kerryman in two thousand and fifteen. But it was a it was it was lovely to win it and it was very enjoyable. They gave us two they gave me a lovely day above the Kerryman, uh, Kevin Hughes did and um, then of course um, what did we do then oh yeah we took photographs and all that kind of thing and went up to Dublin I had two tickets for the All-Ireland I brought a friend with me and we were staying in the hotel out near the airport and we, we said if Kerry win we would um, we would go downtown and all that But should they were beaten by three pints and it makes a big difference mm. the, I, the, the, I remember coming home that, that Monday and when we got into Killarney, I thought it was so lonely no Summer guard Cup
0: and do you take that, like, fairly hard when Kerry losing all her Oh yeah, Oh,
1: yeah. I'm very down for about three weeks. Um, really? Yeah. The only one that would cheer me up would be Christy because he'd tell me, don't worry about them, they're not thinking about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the wind, though. You must be high for three weeks, are you?
1: Yeah, you come home... You're bound to be tired-like. Yeah. But uh, you don't feel the tiredness when you're happy. And... Um, uh, I love I love seeing the cup, and we've seen it several times. It has been here in the house by me and everything. But the thing about it is, it's the joy of winning. You know, I can to meet the players and shake hands with them. And, you know, I love that. And, you know, like, I mean, I'd like to wish the players the best to look on Sunday because, uh, the, you know, the one thing I do when I go to Crow Park, I go early get my program sit down and read it and then i have i have my ticket now for the for the middle of the qusic for a long time to the yearly ticket and the one thing I'll make sure I'll see is the Kerry team bus arriving in Crow Park, and I'd be looking at, them, and they'd be drained, looking and frightened, looking and stressed, and I don't be much better than them. But I <laughs> just say to myself, uh, oh, God, the creators and I don't see them coming off the bus, and I get fierce emotional. The, the whole of County Kerry, no matter where they are, all over the world, uh, are depending on them, on Sunday to win the match, and." Um, it's lovely to look at Then you know... You're there in Crowe Park and you're you're watching... I, I love to see the people coming in and, you know... The dubs are arriving, they're very noisy and... Like them, I like them, you yeah, know... They
0: add a lot to it, don't they? When you they see the hill full and, and the, Arabians, them
1: singing... They had a, a lot enough they had everything to it. Mm. They bring the crack and, you know... I remember um, one time it was a Linster final and um, Dublin beat Meath. And this Meath man said to the Dublin man going out, he said... If if the ref le- gave us the last free we'd have won it. Uh, he said this time you look <laughs> you looked at your um, your income tax form. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's part of it that banter isn't it?
1: I love all that. That's yeah. what I enjoy thoroughly because I don't think of the game then until it starts. Well okay, there is um, I like I love the singing the singing of around the field. I love the Artane band. I love that band always. But then, um, I see them shaking hands with uh, the president and all this kind of thing. And then the national anthem starts, I do say a prayer. And then I just do sit down and watch it. The first half is grand. Whether they make mistakes or not in the first half, that's alright. There's always the second. But when the second half comes, then the nerves arrive. And you know, if, if, they're awarded, if Dublin were awarded, apparently, oh God, the head goes down. Sometimes I don't be able to look. And I do bring my earphones to listen to the radio. And more t- sometimes they're pulled off the ears as well. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then I'd be saying to myself, will they want them Oh God and I look at other people and they're shaking as well so I said I'm not alone in that yeah. kind of a thing and then we're coming up near the end of the game and maybe carry her a pint up and will they hold it and, they, and then if they win it's fantastic the excitement and I do bless myself I say, thank you God and I don't to really cheer anymore from their win because I'd be drained from the whole thing.
0: And do you... Are you sitting there quietly? Like this is going on. Are you kicking every ball? What would it be like if I, I, kick- I saw you, know, watching a game?
1: I'm kicking every ball with him. Yeah. I'm playing it with him. But then when people when people, um, uh, I could, if there was an icy person in front of me saying, you know, I'm blaming the ref and saying, uh, he got another free, he must have bought the ref for giving him money, this crack, you know, and I'd say, I'd say to him, I don't get a pair of glasses or something, <sighs> I'd be getting mad with him, you know, and uh, this, guy, <laughs> this kind of thing, long go the court people used to drive me mad at Monster Finals, but but, but uh, we don't see them anymore and I hope they'll come back because we need them, but uh uh, also, Kerry, you know, got it, you know, something. It'll be so then the game is over, and if Kerry win, I'll sit in Crop Park and savor the whole thing for maybe an hour. I'm no hurry leaving Crop Park, I don't care how tired I'd be or anything. I'd be sitting there and I'd be looking at them going around with the cup as if it was the first time they ever won it, and the, the delight in my head that this is that it is won. Now, if they lose. Uh, the I am down in the dumps and I leave to park and I don't talk to nobody or see nobody. I don't want to see nobody only go home and close the door. I remember the five in a row i got I got on the bus above and uh, above in parallel square and got it out to ratgar Road and walked in and went to bed. The Sunday game and nothing was looked at. I was going home in the morning for a week's holidays that time and a week's holidays booked for the for the celebrations. And, of course, there was no celebrations. And and when I came home, my mother said, well, go <laughs> she said to me. <laughs> and I said to her, she said, my, my niece was only three, Tracy, and she came down to meet me. She always did, and she said... Uh, uh, Granny said, ''Did you buy me anything or did you lose all your money and carry?'' <laughs> 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 and I said, "I was a few things for my life.'' Right. I yeah. remember that. And I went in the door at, at the, the, the old house and the television was on and the bottom of the, the, the house. The news was on. Peter McIniff was his name. And he said, ''Now we're going to Offred, see them coming home with the cup.'' What did I do? Walk out again. Until <laughs> 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 that
0: was over. Kathleen O'Sullivan there and we'll return to that interview very shortly and I know Kathleen, I don't know, you on the train or you're probably in the Clarny station you have your portable radio, so you're listening to this so the build-up is well underway let us know your All-Ireland memories and your customs and your rituals the day of the, uh, or the weekend of the final, 066 you can text WhatsApp 083 300 we're going to take a break, we'll have more after this You're listening to the Saturday supplement with joe mcgill
2: on radio Kerry.
0: now let's return to the interview i did with kathleen o'sullivan who i caught up with during the week Kerry's greatest supporter i'm just thinking there now what what if someone, i'm almost afraid to ask this question now for but for people maybe that don't understand the obsession with you know Kerry in this county and or, or maybe that they'd say Tis only a game what would you say to people like that?
1: Oh, gee, this is more than a game. It's a matter of life and death when it comes to an All-Ireland final. It's a matter of life and death. And you have to win it. You're no good if you lose. You know, and only one can win. Like, you know, that's how I feel sorry for the team. You know, if he did this and fighting, didn't he do that? And fighting, that not pass the ball to the... That's no good, I don't... Like, I mean, when you come home and you walk down this town after losing... I, I don't want to walk down the town because I don't want to meet them. Did, what would you have done if we were there? That doesn't matter no, like I do. So I'd to walk in and I might stay inside for three or four days because if we've got the town, they'll drive you cuckoo. And uh, I saw them outside the Gresham we winning the all Ireland in Uh That's a very poor Kerry team, a man said to me after they're winning the All-Ireland. Mm. And I said, oh, what did you want? Was it a mini cup?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some people are never happy. Okay. But, as it, you know, often we, you talked about it, this is like your Christmas day almost. Sometimes the build-up to Christmas is even better than the day itself. So you must be very excited at, at this moment in time.
1: I have thought of nothing else all the week, uh, only the excitement of, of this, and I think Christy made it uh, very. Christy made it uh, very entertaining this year for me because uh, you. I did, forgot that you were coming, and then uh, he also said uh, television rang me yesterday and uh, uh, wanted to know all about the history of the game that I, I do and how I go to matches and all this, and like I mean I often would would sandwiches. And, um,
0: that's what I was wondering how do you sustain yourself inside there do you have a flask and a bag of savages you wouldn't get them in I'd say
1: no I wouldn't eat them wouldn't you no and, and, and especially I mean, maybe i take a bite and when i see them getting closer again throw them away <laughs> don't even look at them. I don't want to see them I don't, one time I never eat at all the day of the All-Ireland I went up to Corp Park my Hallamore Hurtig always told me come early and I go up and I'd read my programme. Me come down talking to me, and he says, "You don't worry one bit about this game, Kathleen." He said, "Kerry, you're going to win it," and they used to. And I remember when I worked in Superquin, this man came in in a green and gold tracksuit. At uh, I suppose I'd love to come into work early, and uh, get all my jobs done. And about a quarter to eight in the morning, he was jogging down the aisle, and I said, "I must find out who this fella is now in a Kerry tracksuit." And down I went, and I said to him, "Oh hello!" I said, uh, "Are you with the Kerry team?" I, I, and he said, "I am." He said, um, "We're training very heavy now with the wire. He said, "We're um, like Miko Howard was something else too." He was great. We must remember him as well, on all Ireland Day. How could you forget him? You know, to see him on the sideline with the program uh, folded, and uh, there he was. It must have been a nightmare for him. And <laughs> and then he said, to, uh, he said to me, "We're going to win the 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 league." And the, and the championship this year. And this was 84, and they did. And he was Willie Maher from from Midtown Castle, Maine. Whoa. A lovely fella. And he said to me, um, I'll always never forget that morning. And to meet somebody from Kerry, and he was a Kerry footballer, made my day, or made it for me for the whole week.
0: <laughs> well, we said we'd start off this special All-Ireland programme with interviewing Kerry's number one supporter. So thanks a million for talking to me. Are you going to wear any special kind of jersey? Now you're you're wearing a Kerry um, top at the moment, but do you have a few of them, or will you pick a particular oh, I one? The,
1: I have the new jersey out. That jersey will be on, and um, I suppose... There'll be a bit more put on uh, these these things. you will have to you've, be worn.
0: You've brooches and medals there, yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah, they'll have to be worn and all that kind of thing. And uh, you see, when you get to Dublin, then it's a different story. You see, uh, you gather yourself and get out and uh, go down to go down to uh, uh, Navin for a place I love to be. It's a lovely town, Navin, and lovely people in it, and and I love it. And the crack then getting ready for up for the match and all this, and yeah. you know it makes the whole thing for me very very special meeting Jodie Grogan always is very special because to me Jodie is Crow Park yeah. and last Sunday like he came over to say hello to me in the sideline and that meant more than anything you know in the day and uh, GA people I love being with because you're not going to be bored you know with other people talking about uh, the dog was sick or uh, they were going shopping and the price of the things all oh, that is boring <laughs> we, we, all, we all know that
0: <laughs> I tell you Kathleen you wouldn't be bored in your company before I finish up you remind me of something about when the president comes down and shakes the hands he didn't make it to the last All-Ireland I think because he's recovering uh, Michael D they should get on to Kathleen th- I'd say you'd be the woman now to go down and shake the hands of the players before and Kathleen enjoy the day and it's always a pleasure to come in here I wish people could see the wonderful gallery you have it's spectacular but best to look and don't worry too much either way you know enjoy the occasion you've plenty of experience with thank you job. that's Kathleen O'Sullivan there and I want to thank Kathleen for welcoming me into her home and uh, go strong Kathleen and enjoy the whole uh, weekend and Kiri Abu we're going to take a break and we have a very special guest for you after this break
2: the Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special Brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee Wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck This weekend
0: Yeah, very special All-Ireland programme this morning Hi Joe, one of my favourite memories Is the 1997 All-Ireland Final When Kerry beat Mayo to end the famine I watched the game in the canal end Morris Fitzgerald was brilliant that day And it was great getting on the pitch afterwards And that comes in from Charles Yes Charles, I remember that well I was in transition here in St. John Bosco's where Morris Fitz was a teacher and I remember Nan, the secretary there, wonderful secretary, she... De- decorated the whole school in green and gold, and she'd all the paper cutouts from that weekend. When we went in Monday morning, she had done a fantastic job, and that was the start of kind of that new um, generation of uh, Kerry footballer f- footballing greats. Because, like you said, it was it was considered a famine at, at that time. Um, keep those messages coming in. 0667123 treble six. Oh eight three three 300 for your texts and whatsapps. Now I realise where the word crack comes from. The C-R is for Kerry and the A-I-C is for Aha Clear. Up the kingdom. That comes in from James. That took a bit of thinking James. Thanks for that. Now I mentioned that we had a very special guest and we definitely do have one for you. Former Radio Kerry sports presenter and commentator Gary O'Sullivan is on the line. Gary you're very welcome this morning. Thanks, Joe. Good morning. How are you keeping? Very good. I was just thinking there about, you know, this dublin Kerry rivalry and the whole special memories that conjures up. But for yourself, what kind of memories does an All-Ireland Final weekend conjure up for yourself?
3: You know, I suppose, Joe, it uh, conjures up a lot of mixed emotions, really, I suppose, even you know, before I started with Radio Kerry, um, I would have been too young to go to the 78 and 79 finals. Um, and likewise even though I was a teenager I probably wasn't left travel to the 84 and the 85 one but um, 97 Joe you mentioned there about someone there being on the hill I was in the hill in 97 for the Mayo game and the one tip I'd give anyone in the, if you're going to the hill Joe don't have a few drinks before it because you <laughs> certainly won't You won't end up where you started at the start of the game anyway I, I can assure you that <laughs> 97 um, 98 of course we were beaten by Mickon in, in the semi-final so two thousand I remember being there as well. Um I think I had a kind of a corner flag ticket which is very similar to what I have for, for the weekend but yeah. I was um watching Kerry actually the, actually would you believe it, Joe, the Kerry Galway game in two thousand I actually only went to the replay. Right. I had no idea wh- why I didn't go to the drawing game, but I did go to the replay. we had a demand from our own club here, Stephen O'Sullivan and subbed that in. Uh we all followed Stephen and that would have been it. Joe then, I suppose from 04 on in I was involved um, as the man says, with the radio from 04 on until 2018
0: and what was that like covering this because like I said the start of the wave was kind of in 97 but you were there for kind of the real peak of it where Kerry were kind of in, in, in a lot of All-Ireland Finals or com- being competitive all the way along so what was that experience like in being a commentator at it and the great people you worked beside as well
3: absolutely brilliant George it was a bolt out of the blue for me like you know as as the man says, being from in the hill or in the in the Cusack stand to next thing I was on the sideline for O4 actually I was working the sideline for O4 in, in the game against Mayo and also in O5 and O6 the great Liam and the great Wishy were in the in the commentary box on those occasions so my job on the sideline was to get interviews uh, at half time uh, get team news before the game get interviews at that time Joe you could actually go into the dressing rooms at full time and get interviews really you can't, no but yeah. yeah that that time you could O4 5 and 6 I remember. I remember, um, like that was Jack's first year in O four four as well. And I actually grabbed Jack for about thirty or sixty seconds before that time. If you can remember as well, all the crowd used to come onto the field. Yes. So it was the case of everyone fighting your own corner there for an interview. And I grabbed Jack for thirty seconds or whatever. And I remember Dara Kennedy was captain in O four. I've um, I got to know Dara very well afterwards. But uh, Dara, Dara, Dara was substituted with about five minutes to go or whatever, and he sat down in the sideline near me. And I said, um, Dara, before you do anything else now, I want a quick 60 seconds with you now. <laughs> and he said, Gary, I have something else to do first. And I said, What have you to do first? He said, I must collect the cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I never thought of that. So he'd for the cup. <laughs> so that was all 04, 05, and 06. And then when Liam sadly passed away, um, Joe, I would have been involved in all the rest. they would have commentated in all the rest all 07, 08, 09, 11, 14, and, uh, and 15. And of course, some of them were involved against uh, Dublin. Um, the all, all eleven twenty eleven final, you know, losing by a point. Um, that was a hard one to take. Stephen Cloxton coming up to take the the, the winning free, and um, then of course you had twenty fifteen Kerry losing to Dublin as well. So I would have been involved in that, but it was a great experience, Joe, to be in top of the queues, extended to be. To be commentating in front of eighty three or four thousand people, not too many people can say they have done it. But you know, I was one yeah. of well the fortunate to say that I did do
0: it. Yeah, and I did the tour of Crow park, so we went up into the the commentary boxes. I couldn't get over the heights of them and where you are, the vantage point. I'd say when you first sat in there, it was fairly daunting.
3: It was, Joya, yeah. You're in level seven. Yeah, it's 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 very high up, definitely. Um... You'd want to have good old spect- spectacles, and I have spectacles now, but I didn't have them then. But um, uh, yeah, you would. But you know, Joe, the more the more games that you do involving Kerry, you'd get used to the players. Mm. As the man says, you'd know you'd know the gimp of them, you'd know what way who they were. But it was very easy at that time, you know. That, that, like so many players stood out, particularly in the forward lines. You'd gooch there and Declan and Donaghy and you know you'd you'd you all the top players there in and midfield and the defenders, the O'Shays, and you, you you knew all of them, really, and I got to know all the guys very personally, they were they were a great gang to deal with, approaching them for interviews afterwards and before, and it was no problem at all, and, and even before, even when I think back now, Joe, you know, like yourself, you'd be interviewing the great players of the 70s and the 80s, I mean, I never thought that then, I was a young fellow watching these guys playing, did I ever think that 15 or 20 years later, I'd be talking to these lads and, and got mm. to know them personally, and and you know Joe it's very hard to believe that Kerry have not beaten Dublin in an All Ireland final since 1985.
0: Yeah that's, that's bizarre when record. you hear that yeah yeah.
3: It is. Yeah. They've met them and played them so many times in semi-finals and quarter-finals. And I was just looking last night actually at Stephen Cluxton. Because Joe do you know there's three of these guys now for, for Sunday that have the potential of winning nine medals mm-hmm. which is a r- record in itself and that's Cluxton Fitzsimons and James McCarthy. And do you know that Stephen Cluxton actually went 10 years before he ever won a medal. Yeah. He, you know, he made his debut in 01 and he didn't win a medal until 2011. So it just, it was, that's a lifetime. But I think it'll be tough for the weekend, Joe. But look, it's great to be involved in it. Uh, I'm, I suppose, no more like a farmer player. Uh, or a farmer manager that I'm not involved in it anymore but still look we're there as a supporter now and, and we
0: we'll, we'll hope Kerry do the business Yeah and I w- I was asking people this morning about their rituals because it you know there was a documentary done about All-Ireland Final there on television a few years ago and it showed the ref's perspective and then it showed uh, Darren Maloney how he'd prepare for the All-Ireland Final and everyone has their own way of doing it what was your ritual the day of the All-Ireland Final for commentating would you go up the day before who would you travel with would you travel with Weissi or how, how would that whole day go Go. Yeah,
3: all the, the radio carrier crew travelled together, Joe. Um, I think we actually flew up to the 04 final. If my memory serves me right. That was
0: the I Celtic Tiger did. day, so
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. The flights are gone now. <laughs> <laughs> the gone. Private jet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the boys now today they have to drive it, but no, we, we drove um, we drove for most of them. Yeah, myself and Wee she would, would travel up, and um, you know Trevor there as a sound engineer was it at the time, and whoever else would be an analyst. Um, that time as well, I, you know, I heard Kathleen saying there. You see, you'd have the minors as well before. Yes. Sometimes, if Kerry got to the minor final, so Jar Connor was young coming through the minor games, and and Timmy they were doing the analysis. So they, we, the the whole, whole lot of us would travel up together. And a joy you'd just have to mind yourself, you know, at the morning of it. You would be going into the bars with the rest of the fans, <laughs> and having having the crack and the drinks. You'd, you'd be on the Lucas beside, you'd probably arrive into Croke Park two or three hours before the game. If if they weren't involved in the in the, in the miners, you'd be in their you'd be in their own twelve o'clock and you'd sit down and you'd have a drink and you'd meet other lads from other counties and the other press people and then you'd be preparing yourself from about an hour an hour beforehand, you'd be trying to get team news. That time I was very fortunate as well, Joe, that the, the great Michal Amor was involved. Yes. And he was the first up to myself and Wishi. He never forgot his Kerry connections. And we were one of the first always with team news selection because Mihal Hall was still able to go into the dressing rooms. They were never going to stop Me Hall. Yeah. And Hall, the first place he always came to was Radio Kerry. Whoa. And he always told us, these are the changes, lads, there's no changes. So we had an advantage even on the Dublin media at that time. <laughs> when we were in Cork Park. <laughs> we knew what the changes were, but that fine. Yeah. Then, you know, the countdown would be on, John, you'd, you'd be probably on air about a half an hour beforehand and, uh, once the ball is thrown in then it's held for leather until the end. And you must remember you're probably again you're probably one of the first to go into Craw Park, but you're probably one of the last to leave it. Yes. Because you have to get the interviews, as many as you can. Um then you'd be feeding back the, the interviews of course back to you know, back to the station there yourself. I remember when Dublin beat Kerry there in um in one of the years, it probably was the 11 oh, final, but you know, you probably know yourself, so it was a great connection, he was a good friend of mine, still is a good friend of mine, Paul Casey was wing-back for Dublin. Yes. Paul's dad Paul's dad is from Port McGee, Michael Casey, mm. and uh, played Kerry minor himself, so I got to know Paul very well, and um, would you believe he actually came out, uh, and we did an interview one-to-one, myself and Paul, he was the only Dublin player that came out for an interview to any of the media, and uh, I was lucky, Radio Kerry were lucky at that time, even though, Kerry had lost, we still got the perspective of the game from a player who was player playing in the final. So that, that, was a, yeah. that
0: was a big thing as and, well. And that's the amazing thing about this weekend is the Dublin Kerry connection. It goes outside of football as well because there's fathers and mothers that have, you know, I suppose they're exiles in, in Dublin. And then you have Dublin crowd in Kerry and that makes for a great build up and great banter.
3: It does, of course. goes down 20 years ago. You, know, you can go back to the Broken and say, Keenan I know I'm going to leave out people on the Keenan. Mm. Even the. Cormac Costello I mean uh, I got to know Cormac's dad the secretary of the Dublin County Board John Costello John, John's parents are from Beaufort and Kenargan Yeah So Cormac Costello's grandparents are from Kerry as well so there is there, there, there's a great connection Paul Mannion is a very visitor regular visitor down to South Kerry Yeah uh, I've met him a few times and there is there's a great um there's great pipe around
0: it, Joe. Um, yeah. And Tyg Morley's mother, I think, is from Dublin and so yeah, there's it, it goes the other it, way as well.
3: Yeah, you know it's a dangerous road to go down. <laughs> it goes so the many, other way too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Gary, it's great hearing your voice on the, the radio again and uh, prediction, just in a word, who's going to do it the weekend? Uh, I think Kerry will do it. So I, I thought Dublin at the
3: start of the year would do it, but I I think, you know, the morning getting closer to the game. Uh, I think I think Kerry will do it. And I'd just like to wish the Kerry ladies, Joe, the very best mm-hmm. of luck as well this evening. Uh, as, and do, best of luck to all the supporters that are going. they best of luck to my former colleagues. Uh, they're doing a great job at the moment, even though I was never signing flags and jerseys like these lads are. Now they're <laughs> gone to a different level to what I was. But fair play to them. And the best of luck to the two boys as well. For the weekend and uh, to everybody involved in the in the production, yeah. uh, on Radio Kerry, well. yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. like the Kerry team, the Radio Kerry commentary. It's handy on the jersey to the next person, isn't it? And you kind of you feel you're part of a special club.
3: There it is, Joe. It is that's the way as I said. It's like uh, you know it, it'll be different for being out for the weekend. Um, I won't have. I want. I suppose I won't have the parking tickets that Tim now has an Ambrose have and, and uh, they have the bird's eye view tickets I'm stuck in the corner flag Do you know George just one thing and it's probably a programme yeah. probably a programme in, in another thing but I think the standard of tickets given out to the clubs in Kerry is very very poor they have, yes. they have to look at it because um, it's corner flag job tickets it's 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 Devon behind the goal and you know I, I think Kerry supporters deserve a bit better particularly when you're your own county is involved in a final. Yeah. Uh, I actually I actually know someone from Limerick who got a ticket from Kerry for the hurling final and it was in the middle of the Hogan stand. Yeah. So you know that's for it, another
0: yeah, day. But. Yeah, and it's something that's mentioned in another interview I did as well. Someone says that as well. But Gary, thanks yeah. a million for coming on and enjoy the weekend and, and ha- have a great time. You won't have to worry about preparing before or after. You can do your <laughs> own uh, preparation in the field later I, or somewhere around there. <laughs> I'll do my own prep thanks for the call John alright thanks Gary that's Gary O'Sullivan there formerly of this parish telling us about his wonderful All-Ireland memories we're going to take a break with will more after these
2: The Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck this weekend
0: Yes, that's what you listen to. And this is a very special All-Ireland Saturday supplement. And Frank Lewis will be on the way next Saturday for those of you that might have tuned in. I'll let you know um, a little later on what's coming up on his um, program. But that'll be on next Saturday morning. So then the following Saturday we'll have In Focus. So it won't be the first Saturday of the month this um, this time. It'll be the second Saturday of the month. And the theme for Dominic Walsh's photos, if you're sending in your photos, is Life is for Living. Life is for Living. We might be getting a bit of a, a Kerry slant in it, hopefully, after um, the weekend. But email them to jmcgill at radiocerry.ie and email them the Wednesday before um, that programme. Um, just to get to a few more of your messages Um, Hi Joe, um, really enjoying the programme and uh, getting me in the uh, spirit, so thanks for that and thanks a million Um, Does anyone remember the Shakespeare bar? Three days celebrating and singing on Tuesday they used to throw us out, Tom Shakespeare bar, where was that? Is that in Dublin or Kerry? I I haven't heard of it eh? Um, and uh, there is another uh, text, uh, lots of messages coming in in relation to Um, Gary and wishing him the best and that he was a a great commentator and it's great to hear Gary's voice. Joe, I think Gary was the best and another one in here says, um, wish Gary well and that he uh, hope he enjoys the All-Ireland final on uh, Sunday and um, it is a bit weird I think that the, the August um, uh, you know because it is a very busy time in the summer here and the tourist season and everything um, September myself personally I'd rather um, September a day in September um, it's the kind of traditional way but I suppose there's arguments for and against um, and it's on us all of a sudden but do you know what there could be a replay and I think the re- replay would be two weeks uh, later and I was looking at the bookies as well it's fairly level pegging carrier slight favourites would you believe we've lots more to come on the programme. We'll be uh, talking to Dermot Walsh who's the piper who plays outside uh, the Gresham Hotel and we'll also be talking to Dominic Walsh about his uh, Crow Park memories, taking photos and uh, we'll be talking to Pat O'Leary a carry man in exile in Dublin of what's that like and I'm also going to bring you a letter from my great-granduncle who played almost 100 years ago in the All-Ireland final got man of the match and he wrote a letter after that. We'll take a break for the news we'll have more after these.
2: The Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck this weekend The Saturday Supplement with Joe McGill on Radio
0: Kerry Yes, and I hope you're enjoying our very special Saturday supplement, All Ireland Special, in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Reilly, Hogan's Funeral Home at Tralee. And uh, all this morning, we're reminiscing about All Ireland Memories. And uh, keep those messages coming in on 66 712 You can text WhatsApp 083-300-3300. And uh, we got a message in at asking me, did I ever hear the story about the night before the 1955 Kerry versus Dublin All-Ireland? And that's a Lestol listener and I don't think I have heard the story. Uh, maybe you'll send me a message about it what that's all about Um, now my uh, I suppose we've uh, in our family we've an affiliation with the All-Ireland the All-Ireland final that goes back almost 100 years ago and this is the story of my great granduncle Jack Murphy who was a native of Ballycarbery. he joined the uh, Garda and won his first All-Ireland in 1924 now he played in 1925 and again in 1926 when Kerry Drew with Kildare in the All-Ireland final and Jack was the hero in the drawn final with a man of the match display he organised collective training in Tralee for the replay and the over the water man was put up in the B&B in Tralee where he developed pneumonia and um there's a lot of speculation around that and then Jack was very ill when Kerry won the replay and he died 11 days after, at the tender age of 22, a cup in honour of Jack Murphy was donated in 1969 by his family to the St Mary's Club for an inter-county tournament. On Whit Sunday, when the county leagues were paid to these tournaments, it was given to the South Kerry Board for the South Kerry Championship. It was presented by Chairman Mihal Line, grand nephew of Jack, my uncle, to Jojo O'Sullivan, winning captain for Renard in 1975, and Jack's sisters Nell gave the letters, so this is the letters he wrote after that drawing game, to her nephew Dennis Lynch, who in turn gave them to Mary Ann McGill, my mother, grandniece of Jack Murphy, and here is the letter to Nell Flahov, Jack's sister, who later retired from America to Ballybunion with her husband Jim. This is an excerpt from it and the title at the top uh, the post reads, Phoenix Park Depot, Dublin, 14th of the night 26. My dear Nell We lined out against Kildare at 3.30 before a gathering estimated at over 40,000. It was some crowd indeed. We were really really lucky to make it a drawn game as we were outclassed for at least 40 minutes of the game but the boys made a grand rallying in the last quarter of an hour and equalised. Nevertheless, I think we were unlucky in the closing stages and not winning by the smallest of margins. However, we will have another day to decide the issue. The crowd were frantic with excitement when we drew level and I can still picture headgear floating in the air. I met Dinny, this is Jack's brother, on our way to Barry's and he was scarcely able to speak. You can imagine the excitement that prevailed. We spent a most enjoyable evening in Host and got back at 2am but did not get to bed till 6am. Absolutely fagged out. The replay may take place on the 10th of October and all are looking forward to the keenest of struggles which will, I am sure, will surpass any of the old-time encounters with Kildare. The match was broadcasted during the play so that Manny had full details without going to see it. Phil Sullivan was injured but may be fit for the replay. I'm sending you a couple of press cuttings just to give you and Jim an idea of the match though I'm afraid one of them is rather flattering in the extreme. However, it will make good reading for you two who will be interested. I'm sure we may go to Tralee again for training at the end of the month. My letters will be forwarded however. So I will be eagerly awaiting a line from you and Jim. With best wishes to yourself and Jim, from your affectionate brother, Jack. And Jack died at 22 years of age. And every year, the South Kerry Championship, the Jack Morphy Cup is in his memory. So we remember all those who wore the green and gold today as we build up for the All-Ireland Final. Now a man you will recognise a lot if you are going to All-Ireland Finals like Jack Murphy did all those years ago a lot of people go to the Gresham Hotel And that's where we will have a very special uh, programme on Sunday morning. Andrew Lane will be there, so say hello to him if you're there. But outside the Gresham Hotel, you'd usually see a man with pipes, and uh, he'd be dressed in his kind of green and gold. And uh, his name is Dermot Walsh, the famous boatman from Villainche Island. And I went along during the week to catch up with Dermot about his all our memories. I'm Dermot
4: Welch, I a couple of different names, but Dermot Welch is my name here, and I live in Knightstown, as Barn born in Rarity, and I'm here since. A native of the island, Barn, just up the road, and I'm married down the road, 120 or 30 yards, and I'm here since.
0: We're here in uh, Knightstown, it's a long way from Knightstown to Croke Park. When did you first go to your first All-Ireland, Dermot? My first All-Ireland,
4: say, was 1995, when Kerry ran through the dubs. Uh, George Dishley a great friend of mine was playing with Kerry that time he came out as a sub and got a goal towards the end of the game and we had a great weekend in Dublin the Saturday night I went to, went to see I think it was a, a survivor or so the capital some of them cinemas in in, in, in O'Connell Street um, and one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest was the film was and we had a great crack at it a good friend of mine Joseph Sullivan was in Dublin at the
0: time and we stayed with him in South Circular Road 45 Victoria Street <laughs> South Circular Road a lot of South Kerry people and Kerry people who lived around that area and, um, yeah. An awful
4: lot of me. His sister was next door, and uh, all the gang were around Victoria Street and
0: Amy Street, and all this fests around them in the South Circle Road around there. It was a lot of carry there. Yeah. Um, when you would that would have been the end of the summer, like it's September. The traditional day was September, so Valencia would have been very busy, and that kind of capped off the summer going to an All Ireland. That was our end of
4: our year. Was our All Ireland? that was the end of our year of drawing was finished here. Everything went, went up. I was on our, na- our national holiday. I remember up one time with Gerald Lynch in 1978 in the Volkswagen and we went out the top of O'Connell Street and turned right against four or five lanes of traffic coming down against us and we t- they were all flashy something we thought to so saw the it was we were waving out the windows to them. Went out the top and then we got away with it <laughs> in a green Volkswagen Beetle. And is that how you used to get there? By a car or would oh, you take the train? I always drove up. I always drove up. So after 2001, then I got my dog and he came with me. Then and another great friend of mine from Killoggland came with me when he was a young boy, was Darren Hoolan. He plays there midfield for Mid Kerry, a lovely friend of mine. He. Uh, the fun we used to have, we stayed outside Malahide. with his Uncle Joe who's in Toronto. I don't think he'd be here to sure he's went to a good few islands with me. A complete gentleman and a great crack in the road. And I was like that, Joe. I wish you all the best in Toronto and I know you'll be watching in today the Island
0: final. Now many people would know you, Dermot, or they'd know of you, they might know who you are above when outside the Gresham. You put on you, you have a special outfit as well, and you'd be playing the pipes and Chico. Uh, used to be at your your feet as well That's when right. did that start that started about 2002 it's uh and it lasted til, til,
4: uh I had him 16 and a half years. And every hour on finally final, he'd be above sitting up in the Gresham and day. He knew the crack so with his carried jersey in him. And he's sitting down and everyone taking photographs of the dog just with his carried jersey on him. And I, would be, I played the bagpipes for a couple of hours. Then we would go to a crack to him, meeting all our friends, and that, that's what it was about. And Dan, who was with me, and we used to get a crack. But he used to disown me when he got to Dublin. Dan this <laughs> disowned me when he got to Dublin. He said, he said For sake, I'm not going with you. He said, I'd go home. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and you had a special
0: outfit. Tell us about you would wear.
4: I, I, I Woolsey there I had green tights another year and, <laughs> green and gold and all this kind of stuff like Kerry Jersey another year just kind of cracking I was all a bit of banter yeah
0: and would the dubs throw banter at you? no very little actually you had a
4: miss around Dublin you, you, very much in later years with the small cheeky fella with a pair of boots and I'm like no they don't be around at all no <laughs> these boot boys you should be around the boat they said the red necks are up the red necks are up <laughs> that was in the late 70s like you know uh-huh. but they don't to around the town with them cheeky the fellas 14 or 15
0: on the skinheads yeah. these
4: lads yeah. <laughs> we, we were gone uh, we so useful. for first, like we know
0: what to make them. Yeah. The Gresham is a great meeting place, isn't it? Like all of Kerry would be there. You'd meet everyone from at home. Oh, everyone from at home. We meet all, all thing and 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 uh, the drum
4: crowd got another bar there. It's outside. I can't think but it's the way to crowd park. And the left side the crowd crowd always meet there. I uh, meet there a couple of years with them. It was a great crack. First year I went up. Of course, was a walk. Second beating beetle. And of course, we were stuffed by f- the right boys down here. At every car from Kerry, we stolen in Dublin. We we, we parked in, and we stayed in we outside. We took the, put the car outside the Archbishop Gales and took the distributor capping the leads in with us. <laughs> <laughs> that was the anti-theft. That was the anti-theft, yeah. There was no bugger no, no alarms or anything that's like that there. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Gerald Lynch, was, he, before he went on the career team, that's the, the, I'd said it was about 1978, maybe.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah, Gerald Lynch was with me. We uh, went to Dublin with a great crack there that weekend. Yeah. Went out to the, 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 the scurries, and I remember the, the, it was inside in a, a big stable, the... the the reception was and that night. We 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 walked from Scully
0: to Dublin after the 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 Kerry do. <laughs> no taxis. <laughs> and would you go out to the Kerry celebrations after with the pipes or anything
4: like no, that? No, no, yeah. not much. No, no, just go out to t- meet the gang and all yeah. that. The, the you know the out to Malahide was a great place as well. We stay in Mellahide and then in a a, a Jerry Rafferty's down in in, in He was a lovely bed and breakfast there and uh, i stayed stayed any time I went up. I stayed there. Great, great
0: just to stay mm. and he wouldn't rubble for a night either yeah. or two nights and that's the thing is there's a fierce routine in there into going to the All-Ireland there's kind of a tradition or custom that you kind of partake in that day
4: it is yeah and uh, one thing I don't like about Crop Park they seem to seen in a lot of rubbishy tickets they carry. to Kerry, Kerry people built crop Park the most of the times they've been there more than any other county you know like you know, and, uh, they treat people badly Like in my book you know, like you know mm. so like they're, they're, a lot of better tickets you'd see fellas that are in that game at half for years right inside in the middle of the Hogan stand like you know, and fellas that are going to every club game in the county of Kelly and every other county stuck in corners. Mm. You know, mm. it's not a bit fair, like the fellas that are, you know, like I think the clubs should get better tickets. They are very poor tickets to the clubs, mm. you know, it's not right to, to people that are keeping the GE going all the winter time like you know and and, and through
0: the spring and, and and we'll be playing again after the All Ireland. Mm. You know? Um do you know you mentioning like that said so that's inter-county All Irelands, but you've gone to a lot of club All Irelands and have. you've made it into where many people can't get into into the dressing room after to celebrate with the players. So I tell us about those experiences. I
4: have, yeah actually one of the McCrons there Ronald is is the Crow Park he got me in and Peter Kane got me in several times to play for the minors and I won. When David Clifford and them there when I played inside the dressing. They beat Galway, and uh, we had good fun in Dublin. And once the, the pipes are a little passport, really, you know, yeah. <laughs> to make noise, yeah. and uh, we had great times in Dublin. I like, we had fantastic times in Dublin. With football, like there's no doubt about it. Uh, like Kerry football, it's like a religion here, like. Mm. and a very strong religion like you know like uh, I think being a Catholic you know, or a G, a more GA person does more don't need to being a Catholic you know <laughs>
0: it's so, a religion to itself to the
4: religion to itself joy, yeah without a doubt to the religion to itself you know
0: and why do you think the pipes are, are that
4: people love them so much I, I don't know I suppose they're kind of unique uh, but a lot of people think they originate in Scotland but they actually originated in Northern Ireland people tell me like you know now I'm playing them since I'm about 12 I would not be good piper by any means like you know I would never claim to be a good piper you know like um, I play more by ear than than by reading music and that like but still we get by we bluff our way like a man in Port you said one time we another fella, some fellow told him with a great head he said it's not the head it, are, it holds it up <laughs> to the neck
0: so <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> but they're part of every GA occasion like you know when you think about finals and things like it's the RTN wise man band above yeah. but you know the pipes play a big part in ceremony of the whole thing they
4: do yeah the pipes are nice I was up there actually when they played that crowd there Gary Treskin in, in, in uh, Port Leash there some years back oh Gary Derry- Derry- Treskin, yeah. Tres- yeah. with a great Night thereafter, it we four o'clock. We went to bed and God rest him, patching, cornering myself for the last two men leaving the bar that time. Patching, cornering, drawing. He <laughs> was one gas man less. He was some oh god, he was a, a drumming man through and through. Yeah, oh, a brilliant man in fairness. yeah, very patching. much a great uh, a Drummond great, pierces club man. Oh, yeah. great club man, a great man. the Petjeen yeah. was a great and everybody's friend. He was always smiling. That man.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of debate around this uh, earlier. See, you, you know, an earlier season to make way for the clubs and the All Ireland is not in its traditional day in September, and that kind of has repercussions for you because you're, uh, you know, mad into your rowing oh, and yeah. your Norseman true and true, and then that kind of clashes, then doesn't it? Because you're still in
4: competition at the we're moment. We're still in competition at the moment. Yeah, we're still in competition. Now the Civergatt is on Saturday evening. Now the forecast is not looking good for it, but like said, so the fella. My reading of the game the next day is, uh, Kerry, one thing we have to do in is our full forward line to close down on the quick kick out from Cluston, where will put into it their eye from. Mm. He can pick his man, and if Dublin get position in the full back line, that's a score, but the way they hold the position, that's a score on the other end. If we close down, he'll have to drive it out the middle, drive it further, and it won't be his accurate right then. Do you know what I mean, like, I think they, we kind of lost two all well honest Dublin by not being down in the full, full back line straight away after a score or a wide. Mm. Like, when you lose the ball, your first line of defence is your full forward line. You know, like if we don't close down on the quick kick out, they have possession straight away. Now, I would say the about off for foul line, we have a great full foul line, at, uh, probably one of the best for foul lines. Uh, like, you Kelly know, have this thing of, of, of uh, like when I was uh, growing up myself there, I started playing Gaelic football. I think one of the nicest footballers ever saw so was Mikey Sheehy. He was a beautiful footballer, like, and a gentleman with it. I never saw Mikey drawing a fish to a boot on anyone, like, you know, and, uh, I thought you one of the finest fellows you could meet on the football field. But uh, today, I think David Clifford, I said, I think he's. The best forward I've ever seen in my lifetime, in any county, and to, for, for for to be better than the rest of the forwards that are that were with Kerry like, like the Gooch, Morris Fitz, they were outstanding I men ambassadors to the club to to to, to Kerry GA without a doubt. You know? they were brilliant I men like you know, But at the end of the day, I think Clifford has everything. he's feeling his he left and right he only needs a sniff at the post mm. in my book like, you know, and the brother's good party too he's a great workhorse like, you, know. mm. you need a workhorse like that in, uh, to, do the, to do the work and he's a great workhorse yeah
0: he's very but, skillful as well very isn't he? skillful,
4: yeah, yeah. very mm. skilful like, and I, I was surprised when I saw him playing first in his first island I was surprised
0: he wasn't on the panel earlier Mm, yeah, like Sinsingo, like he's good. Yeah, um, the I, I before I ask you your prediction, um, the homecomings are important as well, aren't they? Oh. Before we get ahead of ourselves, but they are, and you know, there's a there's a great atmosphere in them, and you've probably seen your share over all those years that you're talking about.
4: Oh, I have. I went to Trelinc Killarney and all these places for the homecomings and all that cracking. It's a great cracking. I went to Walsall one night playing the pipes with the pipe band out there for, in Walsall years ago. And uh, was that the Valencia pipe band that time? The Valencia yeah. pipe band that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went down then for the miners. So we, uh, when they brought when the, the, the cup came here and I played them around the village You came here or the town they came here and we great crack that's what life is about like you know celebrate with success and having a bit of fun and cracking it like you know
0: what's your favourite memory from Crow Park gee I don't know it's very hard to make it out I
4: suppose I thought the minor game that David Clifford played in there a couple of years back I thought that boy and he is fulfilled what he, I thought he'd do. He yeah. was outstanding. I think that was one of my favorite to see that boy doing what he did. And that's you went into dressing room after did I you did, and yeah. played the pipes did, yeah. then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's he's a class actor boy and a complete gentleman. To one thing for sure, it's not gone to his head. Yeah. Any other fellow anywhere else, he'd hardly talk to. He's he's obviously his father's a gentleman. like damn from Cardano. like he's yeah. a gentleman like and, mm. and you know. And and your uh, prediction for the next day. The next day. Kerry will beat him if we close down on the quick kick-out. Kerry will beat him because we have the skill to beat him. There's no doubt about that, Kerry. Football, lads, is as good now as it was. I think like, the skill is unreal. But uh, proper ball fed to David Clifford. He can take on three. And we'll still, uh, look, we've seen him. We've seen it. Look, the words can't explain how good that boy is. Mm. So- all I'm like, all I'm liking, like you know, I like, like said, the fella they're all good like in said, our forwards are, are
0: brilliant like you know Kerry or Dublin? Kerry I go for if we close down on the quick kick out very good you heard it here and then final question because people will be looking out for you the next day outside the Gresham are you going to be there or not or will I, the rowing take, I, take precedence? I, I don't know that till
4: <laughs> Saturday morning if the rowing isn't on I'll be going and if it's on I can't go Cause I, I'm getting pushing on now, liking into too all now for this crack. <laughs> but I'd love to be there. I'd love to be there. And yeah. of course, Limerick had a great, great friend of mine. Plays, his son plays at Limerick. I'm And he was a great yeah. friend of mine. Gerard, gentleman. Mm-hmm. I think he was nominated five times himself for an Asta and never got one. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't talking to him this week because say, uh, I was talking to Sean Neal or right, I uh, ex- Limerick huddler. But uh, I will be talking to Jurry the next few days. He's a
0: gentleman. And you mentioned actually, and I forgot this during the week, that you've you talked to Wishi many times when he was you that, know when he was presenting inside in the Gresham but great programme he used to always do from there
4: that's right to the sole last of Kerry Raiden the last of the county and himself and our own Christy Raiden from Carstowine downstairs in the Gresham which go I played the backpipes two or three years then we great
0: fun <laughs> that's D- what life is about yes and on that note Dermot thanks a million for talking me and up Kerry for the weekend up Kerry is right then Yeah, the great Dermot Walsh there telling us all about his All-Ireland memories and thanks a million, Dermot, for welcoming me down. Um, I met him in his boat shed and he was crafting um, oars and he's a skilled boat builder as well. It was great to see him um, in action. After the break, we're going to be talking to Pat Reedy about his All-Ireland memories. He is a carryman in exile in Dublin so I'll be interested to get his take on things.
2: The Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck this weekend.
0: That's what you're listening to and I hope you're enjoying the programme so far. A very special All-Ireland Special in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home uh, Tralee and all this morning we're getting build up to uh, the um, game the famous game tomorrow and also we want to wish to carry ladies the best look, who will be playing this evening. And uh, I said it was Andrew and Elaine, actually. It's Brendan and Elaine for the All-Ireland Brunch. That'll be on um, All-Ireland Final Day at uh, between 11 and 1 and the Gresham Hotel will be coming live from there. Um, fantastic programme this morning, Joe. Kathleen is a national treasure and thanks William, uh, for uh, that message. Now, on the line we better get, I suppose, what's happening in Dublin and uh, what's it like to be a Kerry man in exile living in Dublin while the All-Ireland Final is going on between Kerry and Dublin. I'm delighted to say we're joined by Pat Reedy and Pat is Bernadette New our famous Ports brother Pat you're very welcome how are you this morning? Not too bad Joe not too
5: bad at all no um, just get, get, enjoying the show there earlier on but Kathleen seems to have uh, she is she one supporter alright
0: yeah, <laughs> you'd have to a go a long player. way to match her in the, the way she I supports the have, team you'd you have to go a, a long way right yeah 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 uh, come here to me what is your kind of earliest memories of All-Ireland final day? Oh. Um
5: I suppose my LS family would be going back going back into the into the into the sixties when, when when uh Kerry and Galway 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 beat us twice that time. Uh and and then down beat us as well. I thought we'd never win on All Island again. Mm-hmm. And I could hear I could hear the the adults at the time, sort of i was only a young fella and talking about Kerry for that twenty first, you know. And yeah. I thought, geez, if we win it. If we win the twenty first, we won't have to play anymore. <laughs> we won't be beaten anymore, you know. But, but when we did win the when we did win the twenty first, then I guess awfully I would, uh, and that's the first time they brought a they brought the cup around to the school and we were in. I was in secondary school then, and uh, it was a, it was a big thing. But uh, I remember standing up, and the, the, we had a radio at home. Yeah, uh, an old an old pie radio that I think my mother bought for second hand I think she paid ten shillings for it. Yeah. But uh because there was a good crew of us around the house the thing was put up on a it was put up on a shelf uh-huh. so that the little hands couldn't get at it. So I remember I used to get a chair over and stand <laughs> up in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to listen to the match, listen to the football, you know. But uh, and that who was the commentator?
0: Was it Miolo um, here? Well, I, I,
5: I think it was Miolo here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been doing the, the radio at the time. And then when the television came in, then uh, well we had no television, so we used to go to a neighbour's house. And then the mother decided then she would get a television. So you know, after a while, after a few years, so we were able to watch them in our own place, you know. But yeah, that would be that would be the. The first but uh, um, good great, it was a great of the great of, memories of of the all of like there was some great players then, like the uh, uh, you know, like, so O'Connell Michael Connell and Nick Dwyer, Johnny Collinsy, you know, the, the, mm. the and uh, there were a couple of lads up the road from us in uh, in HD, uh, Paddy Dunneho and his and his brother Eamon like you know they were playing as well. But, uh, it was it was good, it was good, you know, but yeah.
0: I I heard there during the week that you put off a very special occasion for this All Ireland special occasion. Was that true? What would tell us uh, what happened there?
5: But I guess I won't forgive you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we I was um I was living in Dublin. we were getting married. We were due to get married anyway, and um, in seventy eight. Yeah. And um, we were planning the wedding, and no, we hadn't. We didn't have the hotel booked. Now, luckily enough but we were planning the wedding and then I, we looked at the calendar. I looked at the calendar and said, Geez, we couldn't have it that weekend because that's the weekend of the All-Ireland. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't think that Kerry hadn't even qualified for the All-Ireland at this stage now, you know. <laughs> so I, I had a, a chat with uh, the future Mrs. Reedy anyway and we decided, no, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll change it. So we put back, uh, we, we, it back. It we had it on the 28th of October then. And you know something the day in September was pouring rain yeah. and the day we had in October was like a pet day it was a lovely day it ah so you you're, you're
0: proof right yeah I
5: was <laughs> and I did Kerry play was. that all Ireland in 78 yeah, yeah the, the 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 five goals in the rain oh, ah yeah, yes they the, the, the destroyed Dublin that, that yeah year, you know and I was at we were at the final yes myself and herself but uh
0: and would you go was, a lot? Would you go a lot, Pat, to the the, the All Ireland? I,
5: I, I used to, I used to go a lot, but I haven't been there in a while now. And as far as I suppose, COVID has upset the apple cart in every in every sense. Mm. You know, but uh, and then getting tickets is not that easy then either. Like you know, but um, especially you know when you're living when you're living in Dublin and that, and, and so they don't get that many tickets either. To be honest, like you know, yeah. So to be yeah, even my neighbours there now that. Crying
0: over tickets and they, they can't get them, like, you really, yeah. Um, mm. what's it like being a carry man in Exxon in Dublin? Because I tell you, no, I worked there for a while, but I was lucky when I lived there, it this what the, the Dublin team weren't the team they are now, they hadn't won much. Because mm. I used to, uh, you know, I, I'd be taking the mick out of the Dublin crowd, they were on about the great rivalry. I said, What rivalry? There's no rivalry here, carry or beating them <laughs> all the time. But yeah, that yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah. I was glad I got out of town, but you're were, you were in town for this dominance, so what's it been like the last? Last few years, it,
5: it hadn't been too bad. It hadn't been too bad. They, they um, the real, the real supporters, like they, they, they love their football, mm-hmm. and uh, other, the they, slagging be going on, a bit of crack all right, but uh, they, um, they, you know, they, they were, they have the upper hand at the moment, mm-hmm. even though we beat them last year. But mm-hmm. um, I know it's, it's, it's all right. I, I drive around. I drive for a living, and I have. I carry flag stuck out of my truck window all the time for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> all over the city, all over Dublin and they'd be just cracking crack over that night, this is cracking over that but No and then there, even even my neighbors here now, there's few of them down the road there now for me there and they are being mad into Dublin. Yeah. But so we just it's all good, like You
0: know, you get a bit of a laugh. Mm. Know? I find as well when you move away to a place, you kind of you kind of become more proud of where you're from, don't you? And you kind of show it off a bit more. And you, you know, it, do, and it's it's, you it's do, a great yeah, part yeah. of a conversation as well. Where you're from, and you'd be boasting mad about where you're from. Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Oh God, yeah. And uh, and given all the, the 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 good the good points of it, you know the the good side of it. <laughs> but. Um, eh. Going to
0: the finals now. Like and I won't be going tomorrow anyway. You know, or, 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 yeah. You know, but sure. And how will you? How will you take it in? Will you be listening to radio, Kerry? Oh, Tim,
5: Tim and Ambrose playing a loaded pitcher, I think. And uh, sometimes I would have the telly on, and the, other, the, the 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 other time then I just I, I might switch it off and just listen to the radio, and I can always watch it in later on that night or whatever, you know. But,
0: yeah you aren't like uh, my father no who listen he'd have the radio carry on and it's a bit ahead of the telly and he'd be shouting goal got in then you'd be like there's no goal what are you talking about <laughs> it'd always be yeah. ruining it for you
5: <laughs> yeah I know I'd try that alright yeah but uh, they're not in sync
0: yes they're not in sync so, the radio's uh, ahead yeah Radio yeah, Kerry's always ahead. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's always ahead, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
5: a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. How, how, come here to me. How do you think your sister is doing there every month on the the poetry slot? Oh, so she's doing great
5: altogether. <laughs> Not great altogether. I missed it last week. Uh, the last time she was on, I missed it. We were we were away uh, on the Saturday, and uh, was, um, oh so we're all very proud of her. You know, she's 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 flying the flag for the. For the for the family there, you know, and yeah. um, some of the stuff she comes up with, I would I didn't really know some of the stuff, and and it's and I, would, I know she's my sister, and that, but some of the stuff is very very interesting. Yeah, uh, what she comes know it, you know.
0: So. Mm. And your your mother's the, the hands, I keep talking about that poem, like, but that was uh, it's an amazing. Uh, oh yeah, poem. yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, prediction,
0: yeah. prediction, Pat, who are you going for?
5: Um, it's going to be very very tight, I think. Uh, but uh, I. I know my may have to head and all that, but I think you will, will will edge it. Yeah. You know, there, there, a couple of pints I say at the end of the that's
0: a day, you know. Yeah. So one one pint to be enough anyway, you know. <laughs> Very so good. Be enough. Mm. So what will what will the day be like for you? now? will you do? Will you uh, get the mass out of the way or lay and, uh, get the paper? And what, what's the, what's it's going really to be all our little final day for all, you? I'll read in the paper and then. A bundle of
5: nerves, a bundle of nerves, <laughs> from from the minute I wake up until until the game is over, and then it could be shut up, then pass for a couple of days, or <laughs> it, it could be joyous celebrations, you know. But um,
0: yeah, I'd say you'll have a few flags flying out of the truck if uh, if um, oh Kerry God. would, you'll be you'll be spraying it green and gold. Oh Jesus, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and 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 and. Uh, the Bossman is
5: a is a is a real dub supporter and I think he actually played minor for Dublin. Oh really? But he he's big into GA anyway. And uh, he's away in Holland at the moment. But for the, the before he went away, he he, he tried the flag on the truck what well, Do you know what I'm like? I get a double flag for that. Said, we'll
0: not get a double flag for that. Well, that's <laughs> the way it is, but Sam. Um, yeah, but so it, that's again, that. Really? Yeah, it's great crack and great banter, is ah, Yeah, I'd say bad. if if Kerry don't do it, you'll be funny and sick. It's would on the because you'll want to be keeping well, that, the head down. That
5: could happen. That, that could happen. All right. Yeah, yeah, that could happen. Mm. Like <laughs> the time of the like the time of the the, the 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 five in a row. Yeah. uh the fella I was working for at the time uh uh to you beat us and I went in on the Monday and he said I was special to you this morning I go where 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 Tullamore I said no you're joking me <laughs> Tullamore right and when I got to the place and I can't remember the name of it but it was a big big company I think it used to do something with steel and whatever mm. well I had, one of the lads from the office had to come out and unload the truck because Nobody had turned in. Your man came
0: out to me and said, There's 300 working here, he says, and there's seven here this morning. That's a great story. Pat, thanks a million mm-hmm. for coming on and telling us all those wonderful memories. And enjoy no, um, no. the game, and Kiri Abu, hopefully, will do it. Oh, Curie Boo is right there. Yeah, right So, okay. That's Pat Reedy there telling us uh, what it's like to be an exile in uh, Dublin and filling us in there with some wonderful memories and stories. We're going to take a break and after that we're going to be talking to the famous Dominic Walsh.
2: The Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck this weekend.
0: Yeah, very special All-Ireland special Saturday supplement brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Reilly Hogan's Funeral Home uh, Tralee Now next Saturday, because we moved around Saturdays, Frank Lewis is on and uh, his programme is about the 2.9 million euro upgrade of the Blasket Centre and many personal links with the island are on the Saturday supplement on Radio Kerry next Saturday and uh, the Centre Manager Lorcan O'Canada guides broadcaster Frank Lewis Around what is now being described as the finest interpretive centre of its kind in the county. So that's the Bank Holiday weekend next weekend. Really, I'd be really looking forward to that myself because what a fascinating um, history the whole place has and everything. And Frank does some wonderful programmes, so can't wait to tune in to uh, that. Now in studio, we're joined by famous Dominic Walsh. Dominic, I hope you weren't too upset. Now that we've moved around your Saturday next week, we've put it on for the following Saturday for your in focus, just so people know. How are you?
6: I'm good, I'm good. I'm going to have a a great time because I'm going to the match tomorrow. I'm Actually, viewing, I'm going to be up in the stand watching the game for a change as opposed to be on the pitch taking the pictures. And just before I go any further, can I wish the Kerry ladies the best? Um, you know, Darren Declan, I watched them recently playing in Trillium Austin Stack Park, and they were absolutely fantastic. They're a pleasure to watch, you know, they're yeah. a great team, they're well gelled, yeah. they work well.
0: Yeah, um, good morning, Joe. Thank you for another most interesting program. Great to hear, Gary. I was in a great hurry with my picks for Dominic Boo Agnes. Well, you've another week now, Agnes, so you're 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 all right. Um, so they. The day of the all earn that's what I'm kind of interested in people's because everyone's day is different but say when you were doing the photography side of things how would the day start and how would you go about that day
6: well actually would you believe it, the day starts a week in advance right. for me as a photographer and it would start because all you you're obsessed with the weather the weather, the weather, the weather the whole time and obviously I'd be doing the build up then for the national newspapers and I'd be taking which I was doing all this week, getting Dublin people and Kerry fans and getting them all and just to get everybody into the atmosphere, yeah. we walk through like that the the morning then of the game, you've obviously spent the day before checking your kit, rechecking your kit batteries, every night like that, getting yourself organised and to go up, so I normally start about, I'd be up about 5am getting ready, getting my kit because what you try and do is, you try and bring as little kit as you can but as much as you possibly can. I know it's a bit of a counteraction, but like this kit is with you all day, and you have to carry it wherever you go on that until you get into the core Park itself. So what i do is I'd leave probably around 6 in the morning. I'd go off up on that. Now, in recent years, I'm instead of driving, I'm bussing. I go to John O'Shea's bus, and they take me up, and he's great, and I have all my gear safe there, and I can put my, my second wet gear inside, and he's busing all sorts. It's working like that. <laughs> and we'd go off up. You go along, you arrive, you go straight into Crow Park first, even if you landed in the city, you'd go up to Crow Park, you drop your kit in there, and you'd bring your, let's say, walking kit with you that you'd be going around taking the pictures. And you'd go around taking pictures of fans. Yeah. And that's when the fun happens. Yeah. Oh, my God, the banter, you know. And see, the thing is, as, as photographers, when we go to Crow Park or go to Dublin, we dress normally in our normal clothes yes we don't have Dublin colours or Kerry colours or whatever yeah. now sometimes you might sneak the jersey Kerry
0: underpants the the yeah
6: Kerry underpants <laughs> <the> that's <laughs> what you do you'd have but you have to be quite neutral in what you're doing yes and th- there's a big advantage to that as well because people just take you as a photographer whereas if you came and you had your kit on you they'd say oh he's a Kerry fan he's going to be biased whatever so as photographers we have to work both sides of the fence but you, know, you meet people and especially the dublin people and you go down the, when you go to Crow park and place that and you're walking around you go down these little laneways like that you know and you can hear the dublin accents and they're going along and they talk and then the women would be hanging out the window and the flowers i think i went up there one time and they Big, um, a, 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 it was kind of like like a halo of a statue, big statue, and the the Dublin manager's head <laughs> imprinted, <laughs> like
0: chances. the Messiah,
6: Messiah, <laughs> that, like, you know, and the people were out, and they were sitting down, there having their cups of coffee and their tea, and they were bantering like that, yeah. you know. And the Kerry people were passing, and should the Kerry people were sitting down them, and they'd be giving them a cup of tea, and yeah. you know, it's just, I think out of all the teams that Kerry play, yeah, I know that, like th- they say, there's no all Ireland like a Dublin and Kerry all Ireland, yeah. And I would have to say, I'd have to agree with that because the banter is
0: just so... And another thing on that, Tom, like I met a group of Americans yesterday and I was describing the whole thing to them and they couldn't get over firstly the size of Crow Park that, that there was a stadium that big and then they were asking about the fans and I said, like, it's very interesting as opposed to, say, you hear about soccer across the channel that... The fans actually, I could be sitting next to a Dublin fan, and you could be talking away normally. There's no animosity. It's very family friendly, very safe, and all that. It's very unique in that way, isn't it?
6: It's very unique because, so like, no, I, I, don't have an interest in playing sports. Mm. I was like, act- no, it's not that I don't have an interest. I am useless. I couldn't catch a ball, kick a ball, or do anything with any like that. I meant the water sports, all right, but any of the games. But like when you watch soccer on television you see like oh there was a sc- scrap here or the hooligans or whatever yeah. like that, and we're looking like that and they have the fans separated with yards yeah. and fencing yeah. them like that.
0: Yeah, with police yeah.
6: like you, you like I'd be in Dublin tomorrow and I guarantee you seat next to me would be a, could be a Dublin person because I think that's how it works. Yeah. And it's just I think it's just we're uniqueness in yeah. Ireland to for what we can do. And the thing about it at the end of the day it's an amateur sport yes you know, yeah absolutely completely yeah agreed.
0: now we'll we'll talk more about the actual day then and, and what goes on and uh, i suppose inside there because you've a unique uh, vantage point where you are and where you can go but we'll go to break and we'll have more with dominic after these
2: the Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck this weekend.
0: And Murphy says a double for Kerry this weekend and Sheila O'Driscoll gets in touch on Facebook as well Good morning and good morning to you Sheila, I hope you're um, well Margaret Harrington up the Kingdom for Sam 39, Earl says up Kerry and uh, hello Joan Cremens. good morning to you Um Grania, you're cheeky I've put up a photo there at the Radio Kerry Facebook page of a dog in a Dublin jersey. Oh, the banter has started early uh, this morning. I'm joined by Dominic Walsh of our photography slot in focus with Dominic Walsh. And Dominic is telling us about his kind of routine of an Ireland Ar- final day when he was taking photos uh, there. You mentioned the fans, but then the actual game itself, where do you position yourself? Are you, allowed, are you in, in around the pitch? Oh, where are you?
6: You are. You're in and around the pitch, but you're, there are specific locations. If yeah. You, if you look at it and you see, you watch the, the photographers on the day. They're normally at the four corners. Yeah. On that, and you might have photographers floating within side in the actual stand itself. But once you've got your position, yeah. that's it's your position. You you really can't move. You okay. know, and that like it, It's not like when you go to an, an ordinary match. Like I normally, I would arrive to All Ireland for the match Crow Park about two two and a half hours before the game. Yeah getting ready, getting my place in the press room, things like that, going out, setting up a camera. I bring three cameras with me. I have two cameras by my side, and then I might set up a remote control around the goals yeah. so that I'm taking shots that, are, like, even if I'm one end and around, I can always monitor the, the goal shots when yeah. they come in. You know, a lot of them come in from Kerry, so you 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 know you have to put up the, the camera there like that. Yeah. But everything is timed to the second yeah. that day. Everything, the time, like, you know, Everything you see that day and everything that happens, you know, it's all timed and there's a program for it like that. Yeah. Um, sometimes we'd get a list and you'd get the times of, of what's happening like that, you know, and you would look at it, and like you have to be there, like you can't just like w- when the team come out, you can't say, Oh, the team got, and you try and run across the pitch." No, it happens when the team shot takes place. That's only a
0: matter of seconds. I can't get over the team shot if you're a photographer. I often look at it, you know, when I'm up there and I'm going, geez, the photographers have no chance. And and then some players must be missing out of it because they kind of run out, they jump up, they're up in the air, they jump in over the bench and they sit down and it's like a few seconds, like you said. And then you might have one lad, I've seen it a few times, he's coming late to oh, yeah. join it and yeah. they're all running away. Yeah,
6: if he comes late, sorry for he, him, yeah. like that. Because Now, if his teammates stay there and yeah. wait
0: for him, that's fine, but that, that doesn't happen for ice nice.
6: See, there, because yeah. like if everybody's coming out and they're all hyped up and they're all getting organised, yeah. Like, and
0: uh, you don't want to do a photo. You want to get into the field, you you in. yeah. and
6: f- from a photographer's point of view, you have to shoot long in a lens. Yes, because we're not allowed to go close to the players. What they do is they put a little um, kind of a cordoned off area where we all stand on that and do something. You, people should take a picture of the photographers. Actually, we're like sardines because the ideal position. Is the centre of the team? Yeah, and you are looking at it works. But everybody's trying to get to the centre. So you've guys on top of each other, guys underneath, guys yeah. a- elbowing each other and off in and trying yeah. to get, a, and you get a shot. So when they come out, and then as soon as they start sitting really and it starts to fill up, then you start taking pictures. Yeah. So we are. T- well, I am personally taking pictures all the time I could end up with a hundred pizzas yeah, of the team yeah. and the team might only s- stand there for a couple of seconds or anything like that you know because you're trying to wait and also then you might get a stage where some might have their eyes closed they might be looking away or whatever you might have their full attention like that you know and you get that then when you go off then and they've got the team shot then you obviously get the the, the flicking up the coin and whatever yeah. and around like that you know yeah. and you go to your corner then and you take it and then the game processes and you stay exactly where you are like that you yeah
0: know. Um, I'm conscious of all the time as well but I want to get to what happens when the team wins and when they lose I'm laughing here because we got a photo sent in to us by someone latest seagull attack in Dublin causing grave concern the Glasnevin Gazette and it's it's an image of Crow Park and two seagulls one is wearing a Kerry jersey and the other wearing a Dublin jersey and the Kerry seagull is making off with Sam McGuire in the air <laughs> <It's an> unbelievable <laughs> photo oh it's so fantastic yeah. <laughs> um, so if uh, say if Kerry win for instance there's a mad scrum Gary mentioned that they're even trying to get interviews and everyone's fighting oh. their corner so what are you looking for what are you doing then
6: if Kerry win what I try and do then is I try it's, it's probably about the only time really I'd have to leave some of my kit down on that and I, I've got to go it is impossible to get pictures it's impossible because you, you could have 15-20 photographers up there and we're all trying to go into it like that the, the photo agencies what they do is they split it they would send some photographers to the losing team and some photographers to the winners team and that's, and they would have that put in and that that's in their itinerary beforehand like that but you're going around but see like when I grew up I'd have an advantage because I know some of the players from Kerry.
0: Yes. So, and I'd be able to talk to them. you call him by name. And I'd call them yeah. by
6: name. And they, so the, when you call him by name, a lot of, player, a lot of photographers just go on taking it. Yeah. That, you know,
0: and they'd recognise you then. You well, recognise yeah. it. But
6: you get some amazing pictures. Yeah. Because the winning team, some of them care about the photography and the cameras and they'd be jubilant like yeah, that. You know, yeah. But the majority, there's an emotional side. Yes. Where they've won. They have it. It's in the bag. It's theirs. Now. And you see their emotions come out. Like you like seeing grown men there crying like yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And, and they're crying on both sides, the winning yeah. and the losing team. It's emotional time frame like that. Yeah, you know?
0: and the sooner you get that photo the better, I'd the imagine. The sooner you get a photo the yeah. better.
6: Then you have to keep an eye on the captain and the players. Yeah. If they're running to decide to meet family members, mm. you have to try and go and get the family members and things like that, you know. And sometimes nearly always they'd bring in a child or something mm. like that. Money shot. <laughs> money shot it looks over like that and it's great to get shots like that
0: yeah and the losing then that must be tough to take photos of the, the losing side and they're dejected and all that but they have to be captured
6: they have to be captured and you know something as, as a photographer like you're probably so engrossed and so involved in it you feel their emotion mm. and you know and like what I tend to do like if the losing side there so I tend to try and stay back a bit mm. but you, you have to like these emotion shots like of people just down on their knees and their haunches and you know somebody coming along like that but you know something if it was Kerry the last Dublin would be over they're you know, sympathising and yeah. and doing that if the Kerry guys win they're over to the Dublin guys shaking hands and hugging like that swapping jerseys again we're back to this amateur and this you know great chromatic of everybody
0: yeah and I suppose finally and we might be getting ahead of ourselves but the homecoming then, that that makes for a great photo if Kerry okay. if uh win. Well, I'm, I'm,
6: I'm all set. I have that organized. I've that yeah. organised. I've gone to Kerry Airport getting permission to fly my drone from the town park and I've organised myself to get on the bus when they're coming down to Tralee. Now, it's, it's when they come down. Don't mind this if... <laughs> it's when they come down. It's Monday evening people in Tralee and you have to come down yeah. and say hello. Like, see the street in Denny Street on the day behind when it comes in. The noise, the banter, the fun and the amount of people there. Like, I think you could have I'm saying 30,000 now I don't know I could be you know you know, not sure about it. but the whole street when that bus comes down to the Ashmore Royal Hall the whole street with wit is just jammed to people right up to the top to
0: the Castle Street yeah because this is this is this would be a big one if they won it in fairness you know doubling the old rivals and everything that goes with it and stopping them get all their all Ireland's their record all Ireland's and um, finally who you're obviously saying Kerry, so are you?
6: Well, I have to say Kerry. And just like people coming up with these scores and things like that, in my point of view, if they win by one point,
0: we have it that's we all that it. matters that's all that matters to me yeah excellent Dominic enjoy the day and it's great that you're kind of going to enjoy it rather than like I know you enjoy taking but it's not work it'll be actually um, for leisure so have a great time and enjoy the cracking the bus on the way up and on the way down and hopefully on the way down you'll be singing mad and singing the Rosa Tree or whatever celebratory song you'll be um, singing but for now thanks million for coming in and it's Saturday, fortnight, you'll be back with us again That's for In great. Focus. I'm to it. Life I'm is for life. living are the photos. Thanks a million to everyone who contributed to this morning's programme. Pat Kelly was on sound, Francis is on the way, so keep it here on Radio Kerry and keep it here on Radio Kerry Sport for all the build up and all um, the commentary and Ambrose and Tim and Joe Homani will be on over the weekend as well and for the Kerry ladies that will be playing today as well, we wish them all the best of luck and we wish the Kerry men the best of to luck tomorrow.
2: Kiri Abu, Ooh, good luck and God bless. The Saturday Supplement All-Ireland Special. Brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Rahilly, Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee, Wishing the Kerry teams the best of luck this weekend.